Rainey's grades. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Brains, brains. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Grainy's Graves. It's the segment Ed has been waiting for his entire life. Ed Graney is going to grade WNBA jerseys. You set yourself up for this earlier in the week when we talked about the Aces, and you said you were going to grade all of them. So now, are you ready to grade all the WNBA jerseys? (laughs) This will not be difficult at all. Because there's oh, gotcha. only this will this, there's only three grades, Jared. You will not have to miss many, push many buttons that I'm going to give here because I like them, I have little feeling about them, and I despise them. So you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> okay. Check so it's gonna, plus. Well, there, check. There, there might be some of those. Check minus. There's so going to be is, no in between. Well, there is going to be an in between. Uh, That's going to look great. Okay, so this is a uh, it's a good visual segment. Uh, I know we're doing radio here, but uh, I tweeted out yesterday all the or retweeted the WNBA pictures of all their Rebel jerseys, the Rebel Edition jerseys. So if you want to follow along, go to my Twitter account at Bischoff underscore Tyler and find the tweet with all twelve jerseys. So here we go, Ed. The first jersey for you to grade is the Atlanta Dream. A plus pass. A plus pass. I like it. The ATL. I'm not so big on the star there. Maybe take that baby off. Love the number on the chest. Uh, You know, you got to put the Nike swoosh on there. I get they pay a lot of money. But um, I am big in the ATL. Huge in the ATL. I think I'm I'm not going to. Well, you know what? I'll say it. Of all the ones we're going to grade today, it's probably coming in first for me. Wow. Starting off strong. So the Atlanta Dream. They're going to get a B for me. Um, B. I like the color scheme, black and sort of the light babyish blue. Uh, They've got some good striping on the shorts. The reason I can't give them an A, and we'll get to this in another jersey as well, I hate that it says ATL and not Atlanta across the front. I I do not like that. That's being picky. Oh, I am. That's the whole point Ah. of this. Very picky. I do not like it because NBA teams do it too. Put Atlanta across the front. We do not need to see ATL. That is not fun to see. So we both like that one. The second jersey, and this is the one I think I was the most excited to hear Ed's grade for, the Chicago Sky. F minus minus fail fail. minus minus fail fail. Way too busy. And if you, by the way, I like the ATL, so I guess I shouldn't be um Ripping Chi Town, I guess I shouldn't have to rip that. Um, just way too busy. I'm telling you, it's really simple. As I said yesterday, it's a good, it's a good jersey, or it's U6 soccer here in Summerlin. Orange slices at halftime. There's no in between with these things. So I'm going, I'm going with the big F. I, way too busy for me. The Chicago Skies jersey gets an A plus. A what a plus. shock! What a shock! This might be my favorite of all the WNBA jerseys from yesterday. It's dark blue, and it has just a chaotic striping pattern of light blue across it. It is 
A, a phenomenal color scheme, and B, B. just absolute B. chaos across the jersey. I considered downgrading because it says Chi-Town instead of Chicago across the front, but the rest of the jersey is so good that it carries it, and it still gets an A-plus for me. What a jersey. God, it's horrible. All right, the next one to grade. The Connecticut Sun. Would you this, like an explanation before you give oh, a grade on this one? Is this third in line here? Um, yes, yeah, the Connecticut one. Okay, so I'm going to say C. C. I like that it. I like that it's pretty plain. Although the, uh, you got the you got the dark blue on the top. Um, I like the number. I have no clue what Kisusk is, so that's you know <laughs> that get, that's why I give it to C because I don't know what the hell that means. So you can tell me what that means, but I'm going to go C here. I don't I don't love it like Atlanta. But I certainly don't hate it like the disaster that Chicago is. You might like it more after the explanation. So the Connecticut okay. Sun are sponsored by the Mohegan Sun. Mohegan okay. is a, it's a tribe, a Native American right. tribe, okay. Mohegan tribe. So Keysuck is across the chest there. That is Mohegan for the word sun. So they just took their nickname and got the Mohegan word for it and put it across the chest. There's actually a lot of details within this jersey that uh, relates to the Mohegan tribe, so they're honoring the Mohegan tribe with that jersey. Um, I like that part of it. I kind of like the Kisusk part across the chest instead of saying sun. The rest of the jersey, it's a little boring, so I, overall I give it a B. Still a solid jersey. B. Okay, so I'll, I'll stay with my C but add an asterisk because now, now I know what that means. <laughs> C. <laughs> asterisk. All right. Next up is the Dallas Wings. Uh, the Lone Star Star there. Nice, nice, nice plain kind of number. Uh, I said I'd go ACF, but I kind of like this one, so I'm going to improve it a little and just give it a oh, solid B. B. Solid B. Already changing his own rules. So <laughs> the Dallas Wings jersey is essentially honoring women pilots in the military and the Air Force. That's what they were going for with their jersey. The The actual color and the star across the chest is some plane that was flown at some point. Um, I think it's a brutal color scheme, even though they're basing it off of a plane. It's like a dark army green uh, and then a blue and red and white star. I'm not a big fan of the color scheme, but I don't think it's terrible. Like, there's not much happening there that's bad. So the Dallas Wings get a C from me. C. All right, the next one. I'm also excited to hear your grade on this one. The Indiana Fever. F, no comment. <laughs> no <F>. comment? <laughs> you know what my comment's going to be. It's like Chicago. There's way too much to this. Now, the only thing you're going to like, besides the weird color scheme, is they actually spelled out Indiana. So you're, I'm sure, I'm sure an A plus is coming. All right. So the Indiana Fever, absolutely get an A plus. A plus. This is a phenomenal jersey. Do you know what they did with it? Do you know why the jersey looks like it? How it looks, Ed? Because they like bizarre colors mixed together. No, their jersey is based off of Stranger Things. Okay. Like, Indiana Fever's in the same font that Stranger Things had, and then they have this dark, like, maroon burgundy with a bunch of red splatter across it. It looks phenomenal. I've never seen a jersey based off a TV show that actually looks good, and this one is great. Best, Like, well, aside from Chicago, the second best jersey. Whoa, whoa. The Miami, Jared, Vice, the Miami Vice Heat jerseys are really good. Those are. Well, this year's I don't like. The last couple of years I have liked. 
This year they've Jared, got the half gradient from blue to pink, and they look bizarre. Jared, I'm going to add an F because I've never seen Stranger Things. Oh God. F fail. <sighs> All right. I, I next even, one. No idea. Next one is our local team, the Las Vegas Aces. Okay, so this is not the one I like. Remember yesterday I said I like the red one? Yeah, this I is the kinda, black one. I don't mind the aces. I told you yesterday, I don't mind the aces down down the sleeve like that and the number. But it's a solid – I'm changing the rules again. It's a solid D minus. Oh, I don't man. like the diamonds D intertwined. Minus. I don't like the diamonds intertwined. I think you could just go with the whole black jersey with the aces and the number eight and have a clean look. I don't like it. Just give it an F, Ed. All right, F minus fail. F minus fail when ed sets rules for himself he sticks to them um (laughs) i love the black aces jersey i think it's phenomenal it's an a uh we talked a lot about it yesterday it's not as good as chicago it's not as good as indiana so it's not an a plus but it's a solid a it's A. a very good jersey i think it's one of the better ones the wnba had next up is the la sparks a plus pass a plus. plus pass plus love it love los angeles and you should like this because it's spelled out it's not la love the number clean little um little uh gold down the gold gold rim and black jersey absolutely wonderful the la sparks get an f do do we f. see a pattern on this show right now <laughs> <laughs> i mean they have you guys are the both most, jersey guys they have the most <laughs> boring jersey of any of the rebel edition for the wnba it's plain wow. black with a yellow stripe and it says los angeles in yellow it's Beautiful. terrible like as it's supposed to be a cool alternate jersey it sucks so they get an f next up to grade is minnesota what do you got for minnesota i'm gonna go b minus b minus it's very Okay, I'm okay with the ATL. M-I-N-N's a little weird. It could be like Minnie Mouse or something. <laughs> that, that, that's a very – ATL, you kind of know what it is. I don't know what the heck. M-I-N-N's bad. Um, also, in the M-I-N-N across the uh, chest, they had to put squiggly lines in the middle of it, which was weird, when you could just do the M-I-N-N and the number. So, I mean, I like it because it's clean and it's boring. You know, I like that. And, by the way, am I looking to – well, oh, this might be a D. Are there like, is it like, uh, are there like uh, jokers there's, in there, like the aces one? There's little stars. Yes, there's little uh, D, stars. D minus fail. D minus fail. <laughs> D minus fail. I didn't see that at the beginning. D minus isn't failing, though. No. Well, have you Incomplete. been in the class I've been in? <laughs> so I am going to give Minnesota a C. I like the little star design C. in the background. But overall, it's it's still kind of boring, and it says M-I-N-N across the chest instead of Minnesota or Lynx. Not a big fan of that. Next one, the New York Liberty. Uh, is that equality uh, 20? I'll give, it an, I'll, give it, I'll give it an A. I like it. Again, it's, a. it's uh, so you have equality across the chest and a scripted, like you want to be scripted. You've got the number. I love how the numbers are in all of these, on most of these. Uh, and it's a clean look. Um, nice nice uh, edge there with the quality. And, uh, yeah, I'll give it an A. A. So, I hate the color green they use. It's the same color as the Statue of Liberty. They're the New York Liberty. So it makes sense. I just think it's a horribly ugly color. Uh, so I'm never going to like that. 
I understand equality across the chest, and this is going to make me sound like a bad person, but the same way I hate ATL and M-I-N-N, I don't like it. Like, I'd rather it say New York or Liberty, but I get what they're doing with it. I do like the Liberty having the Statue of Liberty flame as part of their logo and part That's of cool. their jersey. So I'm not going to fail it, but I'll give it a D. I don't like the New York D. Liberty jersey very much. All right, next one, the Phoenix Mercury. I'm going to go B. I'm with B. you on I, – I was not with you on ATL, but PHX with the different colored X. I like the number. I like the font and the number. It's a little different font than most of them. So solid B. B. I'm going to give it a C. Uh, C. I said, yeah, there we go. Um, I don't like PHX. It's The color scheme is good. It's black, and you got some orange and a little bit of purple in there. So the color scheme looks good. But it's still a little bit boring and just the PHX, I hate it so much. So a C for me for Phoenix. So we got two more. The Seattle Storm. Uh, so that is a gray stripe coming through the middle, right? That is correct. I'm going to give it a C because I like the font on Seattle and Seattle's sp- uh, spelled out. And I like the number. I don't like the stripe coming through. I think that's completely stupid. They could have just kept Seattle in the 21. So very average for me. I same grade. I'm giving it a C as well. Um, I'm not a big fan of the stripe coming through. C sort of looks awkward, uh, but I do like the way Seattle's written across the chest yes, there. But yes, not not the greatest jersey. And the last one is the Washington Mystics. F minus fail. F minus <laughs> fail. I don't like incorporating. Am I? Is it fuchsia? Is it pink? What is that? I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, it's like it's like a dark okay. blue and a pink. We'll, okay. we'll just say pink. pink. I don't like that a coming salmon. through. I don't like the white. It's salmon. I don't like the white uh, line down below. I like the number. Rise is fine because it's the nickname. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I guess that. But no, no, it's for the like... uh, it's for the women's march. It says rise because their jersey honors the 2017 women's march. Oh well, then let's update it to a C minus. <laughs> C minus. <laughs> This is uh, my fourth favorite of all the jerseys. It's not as good as Stranger Things Indiana, not as good as Chicago, and not as good as the Aces. But I love the salmon stripe that comes up from the bottom and across the chest. I love the color scheme. Would rather it say Washington or Mystics across the front, but that's we, we've made that clear. It's, they still get an A for me. Phenomenal jersey design. A. I just think all of this was wrapped up with the fact I thought it was the Washington Rise and not Mystic. So, I mean, if that doesn't pers- put in perspective my complete non-feeling about jerseys, I don't know what will at this point. The transformation is complete. Ed Graney <laughs> just spent 14 minutes grading WNBA jerseys. We got and we, lost, we lost 13 of the listeners. We got him. He's in. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs as we're going to take a look at the Raiders being ranked as the worst drafting team of the last decade. Bischoff's Briefs. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Bischoff's Briefs. Get mad! I don't want your damn lemons! What am I supposed to do with these? Bischoff's Briefs. Demand to see life's manager. Bischoff's briefs. Do you know who I am? I'm the man who's going to burn your house down with the lemons.
Fish House Briefs today is going to put a nice bow on the conversations we've had about the Raiders offseason and roster building throughout the week because Pro Football Focus uh, put together a ranking of the best to worst drafting teams in the NFL, uh, first round picks only, using their own wins above replacement metric. And since 2010, the Raiders are the worst drafting team in the first round in the NFL. They have made uh, two good picks. Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper were both viewed as positive picks. But the rest of the first round picks have not been very good. And the worst were all of John Gruden's picks. Uh, Damon Arnett has the worst wins above replacement of any first round pick the Raiders have drafted, followed by Jonathan Abram. Colton Miller is still a negative in wins above replacement. Henry Ruggs, also a negative. Cleveland Furrell is a positive, but he's only a .08 wins above replacement per uh, game, meaning Cleveland Furrell as the fourth overall pick is not really that much of a net positive uh, over the course of a game or a season. Since John Gruden became the head coach, he has made six picks in the first round. He has drafted just two players that have had a career-positive wins above replacement. Josh Jacobs and Cleveland Furl. Even Colton Miller, who he just gave a massive extension to, is not positive in wins above replacement over his career. This is why the Raiders aren't very good right now, and this is why we can have the conversation about the Colton Miller extension and question if Raiders should be going into a rebuild because... The Raiders tried to rebuild. They traded away their two best players, Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, the two good first-round picks the team has had in a decade, and they got picks for them. But they've turned those picks into below-average players, right? And so what that means is instead of the Raiders having five or six first-round picks that are playing above average and you're paying them pretty cheap and your roster can look pretty good because of it, they're having to try to fill holes of the positions they already addressed with first-round picks. I mean, think about it. Their biggest offseason signing this year was Yannick Ngakwe. He plays the same position as Cleveland Furl. If they had hit on Cleveland Furl, if they had hit on an edge rusher at number four in that draft, they might not have to spend a bunch of money on Yannick Ngakwe because, oh, they have a good edge rusher on the team. Cornerback is a desperate need, despite the Raiders taking Damon Arnett in the first round. And hell, you can throw Trayvon Mullen in there in the second round. Strong safety is a need, even though they're ignoring it and they're slotting a Jonathan Abram in as a starter. Strong safety is a need for this team. They have to be better at that position, and it's because Jonathan Abram wasn't that good, right? The only positions that they've drafted in the first round that you can kind of say, okay, they're solid there, left tackle and Colton Miller, and running back in Josh Jacobs. But despite having Josh Jacobs at running back, they went out and signed Kenyon Drake anyway. Yep. So like the one position they were decent at, they decided they were going to sign at that position no matter what. So that's the problem for the Raiders with their first round draft picks. Because imagine this, like when you've had, you know, Jacobs is solid at running back. Colton Miller will say is average. He was bad when he started, but he's got better. We'll say he's been an average left tackle for the Raiders. Cleveland Furl's below average as a fourth or number four pick at edge rusher. Jonathan Abram, one of the worst in the league at safety last year. Damon Arnett, one of the worst in the league at cornerback last year. Henry Ruggs was a below average wide receiver last year, right? They have not gotten good production from those guys. But just imagine if this team had hit on two or three of those guys. 
Just imagine if Cleveland Furrell was a great edge rusher or if Damon Arnett was a starting level cornerback or Abram was a starting level safety, right? If they had hit on two of those, the team is completely different because if you could walk into next season and say, okay, we've got one great corner in Damon Arnett or we've got one good edge rusher in Cleveland Furrell or we've got one good safety in Jonathan Abram, you'd feel so much better about the defense and the offseason would be so much easier to figure out because you'd have good players at certain positions, but because they've whiffed on almost all these first-round picks, it's hard to say they have good players on any side, on any position on the defense, and really just a few on the offensive side now that they've gutted the offensive line. So when you look at their picks, that's why it's fair to say "Eh, the Raiders should probably try to rebuild again because – they whiffed on all of them, and it doesn't feel like this roster is ever going to get to a point where they can actually contend to a Super Bowl because of it. Ed, you literally unmuted yourself. <laughs> I, I watched you do it. Okay. Well, all right. So, it, it till he's back, uh, here's a question that I have, especially about how they're constructing their offense. Does it feel like... They are basically in the last round of their fantasy draft, just grabbing RB twos and wide receiver fours and just being like, this guy may like catch a touchdown, one catch for 60 yards for a touchdown. Hold on. Ed is saying, are you there? Ed? Yes. Can you hear us, Ed? We may need to go to break. (laughs) To answer your question, Jared, before we go to break, and hopefully Ed chimes in a little (laughs) That is a perfectly fine strategy for the offense because they don't need to spend a lot of money on the offense. They need to Hello. spend it on defense. The problem is they spent too much damn money on those guys to be RB2s and wide receiver fours. We'll take a break, and when we come back, maybe Ed Grady will be able to hear Are us. Are you guys there? She is a used Honda Civic, hates 50% of her dogs, and will never get engaged. Time to mock Raiders.com's Cassie Soto on the press box. Cassie, how are you, Cassie? You know what I love about that intro? It's like, so I like move my arms side to side, like a little dance. You dance every time you hear your own intro. (laughs) Good morning. Jesus. Um, are you are you being overrun by pigeons? Uh, a single pigeon. Oh, there's one pigeon. It's just one, and we can't <laughs> get him. It's a single pigeon. He's decided he's gonna live here. He's my roommate, and he he has posted himself near the chimney. So when he um, coos, I guess when he coos. You hear it like come down the the fireplace, so it's like it's loud. You can hear it throughout the whole first story. You know, uh, you know, we save pensions at this house, right? We rehab them. Well, come get this one. Well, we we might, but at the end of the day, I believe this is more about bad karma for you for making a TikTok for Archie and not your other dog. Yet again, yet another evidence and more examples that you absolutely hate and despise one dog, and yet you 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 lavish this other this this Archie person with TikToks and person. Twitters and all that. You should be a sh- you should be ashamed of yourself at this he- point how you're treating that other dog. 
You might be upset, but like 530-something people are very happy to be following our team. Who's uh, following that dog? Look, this he is not Bark Andre Fleury. In three hey, days, Finway. this dog has accumulated over 500 followers. I have no idea how this is happening. Uh, Cassie, I think, I, think I, need to, I need to get this in <laughs> writing. Um, I what? deserve 10% of any money Archie makes once he becomes popular. Okay, you know what? That's kind of fair. Yes, uh, the, I am the reason, the or part of the reason. Well, it won't be you. It won't be you. It'll be your dog. They'll probably reap the benefits. I'll, I'll, uh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. We I'll can get pay my all dogs the, the dog sponsors and the treats and all the cool leashes and collars and stuff, and I'll just be yes. out. We can split, for sure. Yes, because, and, and I managed, now, I think I had some help from Cassie's sister, but I managed to convince Cassie to make a TikTok, because, A, I sent her another this TikTok. Is your about, fault? Yeah, yeah, well, it's, TikTok it's, is uh, the greatest. Yes, TikTok uh, is the greatest. But I uh, sent her another TikTok about Coldstone because for some reason there's multiple TikToks about Coldstone. Right. And then convinced her to make a TikTok for Archie. And she has. And now Archie's going to take over TikTok and it's going to be great. Uh, it's just, it's, I, I'm sorry. Look, I have nothing against Archie. I don't. I think I'm, I'm <laughs> really? You know, it sounds you know, like you do. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm I you do. know, it's, you're being, it's, it's being misinterpreted that I have something against Archie, although, you know, he's just a dog. But, He's, you know, so I'm more worried because I am a dog person, 150%. I'm more worried about the other dog who tends to now be completely neglected. No walks, no TikTok. You're probably barely feeding the thing. And I'm more worried about that dog than I am, than I'm mad at Archie. Because it's not Archie's fault that you've completely lost your mind, pushed on by Tyler in this nonsense. It's more like, why are you treating the other dog the way you are? I think in Archie's second video, we gave Champ a shout out. I was like, "Here's my brother." Uh, okay. So it's obviously yes. it's obviously in the voice of Archie. So he's like, "This uh, is my brother, oh. Champ." And so now uh. Champ can be featured, and the people know who Champ is. It's so Champ. now he'll make appearances. Champ is. Listen, I I feel terrible defending Cassie, but Champ is in one of these TikToks, so I I feel he's good about Champ getting he's in two of getting them. some. Oh, he's in two. He's getting some yeah. attention here. Oh, yeah, I man. made a whole I... one for Champ, and then the second one is the where it's like watermelon sugar, hi, and it's like the little baby saying hi, all ugly. <laughs> How does you know this dog about? have over 500 followers in a few days? Who are these people in, with no time on their hands? People days. are dumb. Oh. I don't know. It's a, You know what? It's a lot of other like Corgi accounts, so it's just Corgis following Corgis. Oh, the weirdness, the dog weirdness. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like that with Shih Tzu's, though. So uh, obviously, though, you can't. I mean, you're just doing TikToks now. Obviously, you're not, you know, uh, up to your abilities and responsibilities with Raiders.com. So uh, it might get you in a little trouble with the bosses. Oh shoot! I still work there, huh? Yeah. Dang, you're right. Oops. Yeah, shouldn't you be helping Derek Carr with his TikToks? Yes. Shouldn't you be out at the park TikTok? where he's throwing to Henry Ruggs? Yeah. Yeah, right? Does, does, does he have a TikTok? Now I'll use Archie's account to, like, find all the players, like, hidden TikToks or something to see what they're really up to. Oh, man. Oh, you, are the, you are the investigative journalist that gets them oh, all yeah. in trouble, and now you're going to use now you're gonna imp gotta... uh, implicate your dog in it. Yeah, and I'll do it under Archie's account so they have no idea. Oh, Cassie Soto Archie. found Zay Jones's hidden what? Snapchat, <laughs> and you won't believe <laughs> The, the great, the great mystery would be which car brother would block Archie first. Mm. 
it could, it, it's usually Darren. He's the blocker mostly of the three. Uh, but it'd be yeah, great. He, it would be he, great if anyone blocked Archie. We've chatted a couple times, Darren and I. He's commented on some of my stuff. Well, I mean, yeah. you're Raiders. Com. Why wouldn't he? You know what? I don't think I'm blocked by any of them, surprisingly. Wow. Not even the dad. Is, Does the dad follow you guys? Well, you're Raiders.com. You're nothing but positive. You're nothing but That's positive. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Come on. You you're are right. a homer. Wait, who's you're the right. dad? I didn't know I didn't know there was a dad. Uh well, Roger, all right, so, I think. So Tyler, in order for children to happen, there needs to be at least <laughs> some <laughs> male input. Children are overrated. Why would you ever want one of those? I don't know. I guess I have dogs, so I can make full accounts exactly. for them. Exactly. Do you know how terrible oh a TikTok God. account about a baby would be? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but you know. You... Hey, Phil. Eric, Phil. Wow. <laughs> Phil up. Talking about Phil up. Ed. Prince Philip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm almost done with the crown, and I'm like, yeah. I feel like I know the man. <laughs> They're the fake reality yeah. TV or reality TV show, yeah. whatever it is. Philip with the. Philip with the strong run uh, left at 99 today there in uh, Windsor Castle, uh, announced by the uh, uh, by the Royals that uh, Philip had passed on. So 99 is a strong run, man. You get to 99, uh, tip the cap. Man, am, am I supposed to know who this too. is? Am I, I supposed to know who this is? Is he was he Epstein's friend or was that a different one? No, that was his son. Oh, okay. that was his son. One of the sons. And was, no, it wasn't Andrew, was it? It was Andrew, and this is uh, this is Philip Tyler. This is the Queen's husband. Do you know who the Queen is? The Queen has a husband. (laughs) Queen Elizabeth. Ever heard of her? Wait, wait, wait. The Queen has a husband, and he's prince, not king. No. (laughs) No, Oh yeah, they go over it. Season one, they'll fill you in. They'll fill you in on why he's just a prince and not the king. I will not be watching it, so feel free to (laughs) fill me in. Ed, go ahead. Well, he's not a, he's not a direct descendant. He can't be a king. Like, okay, so it has to a be direct descendant for it for yes, him to be a king. I mean, direct direct descendant to the queen is Charles, her son. He will now be king because he is her child. Philip came from the outside. He was a royal. His family had royal ties and married the queen. So he can't be the king. He's not a direct descendant. So he's a prince. Well, why? Why can't he be called the king? Didn't the Henry guy have like a hundred wives from all over the world, and they were all <laughs> yeah, queens? Yeah, but yeah, they, it's they, different like, for queens because, because the queen, the queen mother, she was a queen too, and she was married into it. Okay, but once the again going back to how children are made, the <laughs> bloodline. It's the bloodline, and and this is a very misogynistic view of the world, but it's the. <laughs> It's what's the like? There's a male bloodline. That's who becomes the royal. Exactly. Yep. I go. would be so pissed if I was him that I wasn't king. That is oh, unbelievable. He was. Oh no, Let no, no, no! He was angry he was. Like his whole life. He was. He was. But I think it's the it, it's my it's my it's my uh, dream job of being the 50th ranked golfer. Where you know you kind of can still get all the money and be lavish with all the riches and everything. You're never, you really uh, you don't have any final say on anything. Why do you want the pressure of that? Your son? I'm, I'm walking three feet behind her, and, and like he did his whole life, he said he walked three feet behind her out of reverence. And inside the castle, though, the interesting story was inside the castle, he was completely in charge. Like he made all the decisions, but on the outside, Ooh. he looked like, you know, he's reverence to her, and, and he enjoyed yeah. all the money. You know how much money they have? He's in the shadows. His son can be friends with a guy that owns a private island. It's all good. 
Yeah, I mean, right. like, yeah, come on. I can I can give you one reason why it's stupid that he was called Prince and not King because I'm after googling him this morning. The New York Times story is headlined Prince Philip, husband of Queen Elizabeth is dead, and CNN has Prince Philip, the Queen's husband dies. If he was King Philip, nobody would have any damn questions about whether or not he's the Queen's <laughs> husband. <laughs> okay, that's fair. It makes for a shorter headline, but still. Yeah. Can't be a king. And we like we like short catchy headlines. That's what we that, that's what you shoot for, Tyler. Cuz you said catchy. Prince Listen, you said Prince and 99, and I was like, the queen has a 99-year-old son? <laughs> She's going on 135, yeah. Exactly. Shoot, no. might as well be. This is, oh. this is ridiculous. Shot this at the queen. The thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, the She's key, Tyler, this will, be, this will be the key, and Cassie knows is watching The Crown and what's happened with you know Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle. This will be the key. And the wife, before she went out left today, she had the big question. I couldn't answer it. Does Harry, Cassie, does Harry and Meghan come back for the funeral? This will be the watch now. Or just Harry, and they do like a, was it the Duke of York kind of situation here? Yeah, I just think, I, I told her exact same thing. I think he comes back. I don't know if the wife goes out. And they can also say, well, she's pregnant. We don't want her flying. There, there, there are built-in oh, yeah, built excuses. Like, like Gruden will have, as we talked about earlier, if they don't win, he's going to have some scapegoats. The scapegoat could be, hey, we don't want her traveling, but Harry's going to go to represent. I think you're right on that. Tyler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler, do you want to have like a side conversation while they discuss this? <laughs> No, I am okay, currently reading. I am currently reading. No, 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 no. I'm currently reading L.com and everything we know about Harry and Meghan's plans to attend Prince Philip's funeral. He oh, just what died. are they saying? He what do we know? What do we know? Uh, they know nothing uh, other than <laughs> international travel is not set to open until May 17th. So oh, they know nothing. Scapegoat. Another scapegoat. Another yeah. scapegoat. Wow. Well, does it? Does he have to lie in state? <laughs> Oh, I don't he's know about at, that. I think he's at Windsor. He's at oh, Windsor. Oh, look, yeah, I just got. Oh, I just got a thing. Daily Mail. You will be greatly missed. Quote: Prince Harry and Meghan pay tribute to gra uh, gra grandfather Prince Philip. Yeah, but it's the so Daily Mail. You can't trust the Daily yeah, Mail. Yeah, but wait till the Guardian yeah. has something. <laughs> that's Oprah. That's Oprah writing their statements from down the street in Santa Barbara. Oprah wrote that. They didn't write that. Come on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> they put out a right. statement that just says you'll be greatly missed. <laughs> That's I mean, it? they probably didn't put the whole thing. Oh, okay. I hope there's more than that. If Tyler, they, if, it, if all they said Tyler, was you'll be we, greatly missed, they're not going to the funeral. Tyler, have we interested you enough where you would go to Netflix and begin the crown? Absolutely not. There is an Astros <laughs> game on today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It took the globe shutting down for him to watch Star Wars. Uh, yes, that we had. To, there had to be no sports for like five months for me to watch Star Wars. That is an accurate portrayal of what happened. And honestly, Ed, there is a show that everyone in the world tells me is a great show. It is about sports, and I have still not started Ted Lasso. Why not? Exactly, oh, Jared is one of those people. No, Every single I've person I've talked yeah. to tells me that Ted Lasso is the greatest show they've ever yeah. seen, and it's about soccer, and I have not even started that. It's so so good. the crowd, I've never seen no, that. it's not yeah. it's not making it onto my list anytime. It's yeah. so good. Ted Lasso. See, so I haven't good. even heard about that show. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. 
No, I've I, never heard of it. What is you're, you're you're too busy writing features for Raider.com. Big time uh, positive features. <laughs> and watching like resin videos on TikTok now. Yeah. Go oh, watch Ted TikTok, Lasso. It's great. Oh, TikTok's great. I could probably watch Ted Lasso instead of TikTok. I might have time for it then. But oh, that's then the show with Jason TikTok. Sudeikis. Oh, I yes. saw the commercial. Yes. Okay, okay. I saw the preview for this, but I okay, I do know what this is, but I don't know. Yes, I've never watched it. Like like six or seven years ago, NBC had a commercial series where Jason Sudeikis, to promote that they had the Premier League, that Jason Sudeikis was this American football coach who got hired to coach a soccer team in England. It was just a commercial series. They apparently turned it into an actual TV series, and I thought it would be terrible, but apparently it's the greatest show anybody's ever created. It's on Apple TV? Yes. Yes. Who has Apple TV? I do, and I've shared my password with everyone. Oh, yeah, we have, I have Apple TV, I too, and I still have it. I don't have Apple TV. I don't have yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, let me... Let me uh, check your DMs after the show. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you do Apple TV? Do you, like, put in the, uh, you put in the like web address or something? Yeah, it's okay. just like everything else. At, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have, I have Prime. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I don't have Apple. You have Peacock? Uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. What is it? Peacock. TikTok? Peacock. Oh, TikTok. No. Oh, oh no, no, no. I don't have it. And I, also don't, I also don't have TikTok. My kids have yeah. it, and they ne they are never off it, ever. They are never off TikTok. Ever. Oh, tell them to go look up. Archie. Yeah, Archie no, they will look up. underscore. They will be out of the house if I ever see them saying, hey, did you see what Archie did today? But that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be out with the pigeons in the backyard if I ever hear that. Oh, well, she is Cassie Soto from Raiders.com. Good luck with your pitching, Cassie. Yeah, Thanks, guys. I'll TikTok it. See you. See you. Oh, she does need to get Archie barking at the pitch if that'll make a good TikTok. <laughs> oh. Can you teach a corgi to dance? Uh, you mm. can make them dance because they're small and you can hold them in your arms. Okay, so she, she might be able to get Archie to do one of the TikTok dances. She already did. Yeah, there's already one of, of, of Archie doing a TikTok dance. Yeah. Okay, Jesus. yeah. Now nah, she's going to go viral. She is. She's, she's going to leave Raiders.com. Yeah. She's, hey. she's going to make more money off Archie than she is of whatever else she's doing in her life. Listen, I don't know anything about that, but I have to give her a golf clap, and I never tell her to this face. I never compliment her to her face, but I have to give her the golf clap. That that, that dog has over 500 followers in three days. <laughs> it's impressive. I mean... People love dogs, Ed, especially on TikTok. It is easy content. The second easiest way to get views is with a dog. All right, coming up next. I don't know what we're doing next. Find out next. I got news. I got news. Ed teased us with news. Ed, what news do you have? The Colorado Avalanche will cancel their morning skate in Anaheim. Due to one positive test from COVID-19, the person is in isolation. All other staff and players have been negative. So, I did we just see a couple of the other teams say McKinnon and they're kind of thumbs? I don't know. Um, so, no, one person is in uh, isolation, and they say all other staff and players have been negative. So, I assume that means the game's on in Anaheim tonight. But once it's like Vancouver. They, had, they started with one also. And then it went really well, bad. So anytime, anytime anything's canceled, I mean, it's not a good sign in my mind. It has to start with one. Well, but no, sometimes no, sometimes teams will have four in one testing. Four guys have it. So this is a we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But they say everyone else is negative. Okay, genuine question on this. 
I are, are all states like Nevada in that now if you're over 18 as an adult, you can go get the vaccine? Uh, yeah, I think everyone everyone by okay. now is over 18, right? I, I, I genuinely don't know, but I feel I like I've hope. seen that in a lot of different places. It, yeah. the, the NHL playoffs are scheduled to start May 11th. That's a flexible yeah. date because they might have to make up games because the Canucks, well, the Canucks might not have The Canucks will miss 22 uh-huh. of them, yes. Right. But May 11th, the, the potential start to the playoffs. It's April 9th. If I'm an NHL owner or general manager or anybody in position of power, I don't know exactly how much power I have over this, but all of my players are getting vaccinated. I mean, yeah. every single one of them. You're telling me right now the Colorado Avalanche are sitting here and the Avalanche have a legitimate shot to win the Stanley Cup, but we could get to May 11th and, oh, uh, well, 17 of our guys didn't want to get vaccinated and three of them just tested positive, so we can't play our first round games. Are you kidding me? Yeah. If I'm an owner, you guys are all getting vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with uh, you. I mean, I, can you... I mean, you're going to... I know. I know where Jared's going. I know it's going to be the... What we've heard you're from cut, we're calling up Logan. You're cut and we're calling up Logan Thompson. You got to get vaccinated. I okay. I just I think it's similar to the like I, we talked to David Roth about this, where the union is going to have to go. Like, if you want all of our players vaccinated, what will you give us? Which is stupid, but we're going to cut you. Your salary's guaranteed, so you're still getting paid, but you're cut because we're trying to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, listen, if I'm if I'm not making the playoffs, if I'm the Buffalo Sabers, yeah, whatever. But hey, if they I can if still I have go a, on a run, if I have a legitimate chance to win the Stanley Cup, and you're telling me I got like six morons that are saying, "Oh, I can't get vaccinated," no, you absolutely are getting vaccinated because we're not getting to May 11th, and all of a sudden one of you tests positive, and we can't play in the playoffs anymore. Uh, I mean, I, I, I see, I see where you're at. It's I a tough, totally it's, agree with you, 100. Yes, percent yes. I'm pro vaccine. There's a but there, but. But I, you can't force stupid is as stupid does. Like, you can't force people to do the smart thing. Right. We're not going to hold them down and shove the needle into their arm. We're just going to cut them. Can we, well, yeah, can I mean, we that's, do that that's with, like, thing. people in society that don't get? Uh, well, that'd be well, nice. Yeah, we'd be a private entity. Place. Like, say the Golden Knights were that way. Private entity, they can cut whoever they want. That's right, true. exactly. I mean, if you don't you, get I mean, it, you can just cut them this the contract's guarantee. You're still getting it. You're still getting paid. That's not going away, right? Yeah. We're not shoving the needle into your arm. We're just saying, hey, if you're not getting the vaccine, we want to play the damn sport. We think we can win this championship. So if you're not getting the vaccine, you're not on the team. Like you're just you're not here anymore. Go away. Get away from us because you're gonna ruin everything. Because look, the the, the Canucks have 22 guys right now that have tested positive for this. They might not play the rest of the season. If that happens to Tampa Bay or Vegas or Colorado at any point during the playoffs, well, okay, yeah, we just threw away a chance at winning the Stanley Cup. Like, teams are built around, hey, we have a championship window. Those windows are generally small. We're going to throw one of those windows away because you morons won't go get vaccinated? In other news, Nikita Gusev's on unconditional waivers. I don't want him to come back, but I want his translator to come back. Because, Tyler, I think you might have been in the room when we asked him what happened with your last team, and the translator talked for four, or Nikita talked for four mini, 40 minutes, and the translator looked at us and said, he said no. 